This is Rumblestrip, Vermont. I'm Erica Heilman. In Vermont, in the summer, Thursday night means one thing. Thunder Road. Welcome. When they start the main event, I don't care where you are, when the main event for the big car starts, it will raise the hair on the back of your neck. People say racing's boring because you just drive around in circles, but there's no two laps that are the same. There's no accident that's the same. You don't know how that pass is going to turn out. You don't know how that accident's going to turn out. Most professional sports in America are children's games played by adults. This one has always had risk in it, and we never said it was anything but what it is. So it can be very hard and very brutal. It's a rush to, to go that fast and be on the edge of control. I mean, one end of the car is going to slip. Either the front end's going to slide a little bit or the back end's going to slide a bit. Every lap. So you're on the edge of which end is, is going to give up first. And you go as fast as you can. They came out of the depression where life was worth five bucks. You could get a guy to jump a hundred feet into a mattress for five bucks. And those open cockpit midget cars they got killed every other weekend. I mean, there was no question that what separated all of it from baseball or organized sport was that you can die for it. As we rolled, I kind of chuckled to myself. You know, it was just, wow, this is interesting. <laughs> Soon as I stopped rolling and spitting, the official was right there at my window and uh, he kept me calm when the fire started and it was interesting. <laughs> it was actually fun. <laughs> I got on fire and I knew that the smart thing to do was to get as close to help as I could get to and somehow I came around and I drove off turn four and then the smoke got to me inside the car and that's the last thing I remember and a bunch of guys came running up and stopped the car and yanked me out of it. It's a worker's sport. This is a blue collar sport. The whole thing is a blue collar sport. and. These are local heroes. And you win at Thunder Road and your name is up there. On the, you see the monuments up on top behind the judges stand. I mean, that's a very big deal. You're going into a corner, you turn, and the hub breaks. You know, you probably have one second to feel it break, to feel the car hit the ground, and then you pile into the wall and, and it's over and you sit there and it's, First of all, okay, I'm okay. But then it's like, how much is this gonna cost? Ugh. You know, you've got guys that are out there that are literally on a shoestring budget. They race check to check. And if they don't have the money that week to race, 
they don't race. You know, they're heartbroken, but they don't race. I mean, you look back into the old school of, you know, Richard Petty and Lee Petty and all those guys. They were literally pounding out dents after milking the cows, you know, to go racing, to make enough money to go racing the following week. And if you didn't finish well, you didn't make that money. You didn't eat. You didn't, you didn't, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it's, those are the people that are willing to lay it on the line. You take your wallet out and throw it on the hood and <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's all I got. Yeah, exactly. I've had conversations before as, you know, Julie would call me, well, am I going grocery shopping or are we buying tires? I mean, that might sound really ridiculous to some people, but, and I said, well, we kind of need two right side tires. Okay, then I'll, I won't get as much this week. I mean, we've really had those conversations. And everybody goes through it, as much as they don't want to admit it or they think they got all kinds of money to go racing, but everybody's doing it. Is it like gambling? No, oh, yeah. Yeah, it is, sort of. You put money somewhere where it don't belong. <laughs> When they're out there, they're putting everything into it. You know, all their heart and soul. They may not do well. They may finish 15th, 20th, you know, whatever. But on their budget and in their mind, they're like, you know, I did good. You know, for what I've got, for what I'm racing against, I'm happy. And to me, that's what racing's about. My first time at Thunder Road, I was with my parents. I think I was probably eight or so. We were watching the cars, and I was really turned on about that. I, I loved those cars going around, and I loved the smell of the gas and the tires, and it was just, it was for me. I looked at my dad and said, I want to race. My daughter had turned five years old, and um, she could race go-karts when she was five at Thunder Road. So I spent, I don't know, three, $4,000 on gear and equipment and everything and put my five-year-old daughter on in a go-kart that she's <laughs> never been in. Uh, and she raced that for two years up there. And, and she didn't really have any wins or any success, but it was a father-daughter thing. And then I got into racing go-karts with her because most of the time I was just standing around. So then I started racing go-karts. And then, of course... She got into other things and lost interest in motorsports. So then I just was like, oh, I want to keep going. (laughs) And I've been doing it ever since. Once you do it, it's kind of you're addicted to it. And then there is a huge amount of disappointment, depression, anger, joy. There's when you really love it. Then there's when they really hate it. Then you don't want to be there. Then you have to be there. I mean, there's a huge amount of stuff going on. (laughs) I've been through every single one, I think. (laughs) You're relying on 30 or 40 other people that you're racing with for your success, basically. They have to be off their game for you to have success. Maybe they didn't have money for tires. Maybe you did. Maybe they got their engine rebuilt. You, you don't know what's going on because it's a big secret. Everyone's a big secret. You hide your tire gauge. You don't want people to know what pressures you're doing. Or people will come over and ask you what pressures they are. And you kind of like, uh, yeah, there's air in the tire. That's what racing is. I mean, that's racing is trying to find an edge, trying to find a part that works better than another part, trying to find a little bit of power, trying to find a little bit of better handling. 
I don't want people to know little tricks that I've learned from other racers and just hanging around the track and other people that I've helped over the years. I've built motors at three o'clock in the morning because I didn't want somebody to stop by and, and see what I had for whatever. <laughs> You know, you work eight, ten hours at your job, your normal job, and then you get home and you're like, ugh, I gotta go out and tear that apart. I gotta go out and fix this, or that got broke. I gotta replace that. I gotta do this, you know. There's, there's never a day when you're devoted to racing to relax. You're always doing something. You can always go out and do nuts and bolt checks, uh, you know, changing oil, doing this, doing that, you know. Always looking for that edge. You never stop trying to go faster. And even now that I'm not racing, I'm still involved in it one way or another. Being at the track, helping them out when I can. I've got a, another friend of mine that's putting a car together, and he wants me to take it out a couple of times for him, you know. It's once it's in your blood, you never get rid of it. You ask anybody around, especially in the Barry area, you know, what's what's there to do on Thursday night? First thing out of their mouth is going to be, you know, well, Thunder Road. You know, that's just the way it's been, you know, and for generations and generations. I mean, my kids grew up on it. Kind of like me, you know, I grew up around it. You know, I was three, four years old out there handing my dad wrenches. It's a family thing. Why do we do Thursday nights? The tradition was the granite workers got paid on Thursday. State workers got paid on Thursday. We wanted their money first before they went to Harry's Discount or they went to the grocery store or whatever. That's why we run Thursday nights. No other track in America can get away with that. It's not even pertinent anymore. But that tradition is so solid and it's so ingrained in that granite capital of the world that in Vermont, everybody knows Thursday night in the summer is Thunder Road. It's been that way for 50 years. Thursday nights is a tradition and people in our society who have lost that traditional five o'clock supper with the family who have lost those traditional, we're gonna take this vacation once a year, that's it. All that stuff has gone by the wayside. And the one thing that is stable is Thunder Road hasn't changed a bit. You've been listening to drivers Donnie Yates, Tim Campbell, Dave Pembroke, and Tommy Thunder. Also, Thunder Road co-owners Ken Squire and Tom Curley. Some of the music you've heard is from Montana native Jesse Atkins and the Concrete Rivals from right here in central Vermont. The show is produced by me and edited by Larry Massett. For more sound and stories from Thunder Road, visit rumblestripvermont.com. I'm Erica Heilman. Thanks for joining me.